You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 106 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about trick candles and why exactly they are so hard to blow out. And in the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn a little something else about the element that makes this possible. So let's get started with today's episode. Candles work on a fairly simple and ingenious principle. The elements to sustain fire are concealed in one convenient package. The fuel is the container made of wax. The catalyst that heats up the fuel is the wick. Once lit, the wax that is surrounding the flame melts and is drawn into and up the superabsorbent wick. The closer the wax gets to the flame, the hotter it becomes. By the time it reaches the flame, it is hot enough that the wax vaporizes and it is the wax vapor that burns. The oxygen it needs is ever-present in the air. There are several types of waxes used to make different types of candles. The most popular are paraffin, beeswax, tallow, bayberry, and soy. Because it is a byproduct of crude oil and can be manufactured cheaply to have several different melting temperatures, the most commonly used type of candle wax is paraffin. Low-melting paraffin has a melting point at or below 130 degrees Fahrenheit or 54.4 degrees Celsius. Medium-melting point paraffins melt at 130 to 145 degrees Fahrenheit or 54.4 to 62.7 degrees Celsius, and high-melting point paraffin melts at 145 to 150 degrees Fahrenheit or 62.7 to 65.5 degrees Celsius. The higher the melting point of paraffin, the harder and longer-lasting the candle wax is. Almost all trick candles are paraffin wax candles. So, why is it so hard to blow out a trick candle? When you blow out a normal candle, there is a small ember inside the wick itself that continues to burn for a time. This ember is hot enough to melt the wax, but not hot enough to ignite the vapor and continue the burning process. This ember eventually cools and the candle goes out completely. In trick candles, however, they add an ingredient that ignites at a lower temperature than the paraffin wax. This ingredient is usually a pyrophoric metal. Magnesium is the most commonly used pyrophoric metal in trick candles, with the magnesium flakes embedded in the wicks. When you blow out the candle, the ember that remains is hot enough to light the magnesium, needing only to be around 800 degrees Fahrenheit or 426.2 degrees Celsius. When that magnesium burns, it burns so rapidly and at high enough temperatures that the paraffin wax vaporizes and ignites, and the burning process continues. The obvious question then comes up. Why doesn't all the magnesium in the wick light off when the trick candle is burning normally? The answer lies in how quickly the magnesium burns and how much oxygen is required to allow that process to occur. As the trick candle burns normally, the wick is cooled by the liquid paraffin wax, similar to the way you can hold a paper cup full of water above a fire and the cup will not burn, because the water cools the cup. The barrier that the wax creates between the magnesium in the wick and the air also helps to keep the magnesium from lighting, but once the candle is blown out, the wick is exposed to the ember and more air, and voila, the candle stays lit. And now for today's bonus facts. A paraffin candle is easy to put out because only a tiny amount of wax is exposed to heat and therefore burns. Should an entire pool of paraffin catch fire, it would be like any other hydrocarbon fire, like motor oil, and be extremely difficult to put out. The most common firefighting method to put out a hydrocarbon fire is to layer the burning pool with a blanket of foam, thereby separating the oxygen in the air from the burning liquid. 
Bonus fact 2. Magnesium is the eighth most abundant element in the Earth's crust. It makes up about 2% of the Earth's mass. It is the ninth most abundant element in the known universe. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.